Hello, PodFam, and hello, Rachel. How are you this evening? Oh, you know, thriving. Thriving? Just thriving. Excellent. Yeah, um, it's only Wednesday of this week, and it's Wednesday after uh, the Canadian Thanksgiving long weekend, and it already feels like it's been three weeks, just just today, you know? So, you know, yeah. feeling great, feeling great, um, ready for the week to be over. How are you? Oh, I'm the same here. I'm just like, Good. yes, tomorrow is Thursday. And like literally I've worked two days this week. So like I don't know what's up with that, but I'm feeling the same as you. I'm just like, did we have a weekend? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I had to jump right back into things on Tuesday. So same. Feel feeling a little run off my feet. But anyway, yeah. that's yeah. how it goes I, sometimes. Yeah. Well, I've kind of had like, you know, I think we were talking about a few episodes ago where like September has that like back to school feel. Where everything goes like super crazy. Yes. And like in work, like people are like, oh my God, like we have to get so much done. I kind of actually had a lull in September. Same that here. Was nice. Yeah. So it wasn't that usual experience, but now it feels like back to school time is this week. <laughs> um, because I kind of set out today where I'm like, you know what? My priority today is I really need to get through my emails because they're stressing me out. Um, I entered the day with 85 emails that I wanted to move out of my inbox. I ended the day with 85 emails that just replaced the other 85. You know? <laughs> At least they are a current 85. Maybe like a current 20. Okay. You no. Know? But there there's still some non-current, but that that's all right. You know, we we'll make it through. We'll make it through. And um, you know, at least we had some turkey over the weekend slash just fixings for Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, yes. I feel like I've been in a constant food coma. Yeah. Um, and for dinner, actually, I have a funny story. I need kind of a judgment call on this one. Okay. Um, I finally had something else besides like either turkey or an equivalent meat and mm -hmm. like mashed potatoes and other fixing stuff for Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. I was getting a little sick of leftovers. True. I feel ya. Yes. I feel ya. Yes. Honestly, sometimes like, you know what? Turkey is great. Um, but like you only need so much turkey. Only so much. Like I love, I love a good leftover turkey sandwich. Like yeah. that is probably one of the best leftover foods. But yeah. when it's Wednesday and you've been eating the same yeah. meal since yeah. like Kind of Friday, kind of Friday. Yeah. Um, it gets to be a lot. It's time time to change it up a little. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great. You know, I'm kind of of the belief that you know every so often, especially when it's like you know your second or third Thanksgiving dinner of the season, sometimes like just give me a pizza, and I'll be happy. I won't be like, oh my god, I didn't have all the Thanksgiving stuff. Like, no, I can be just as thankful with a pizza. Yes, yes, you know. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be the same meal every year. I know it's fun to kind of mm -hmm. mix it up. Um, one dinner I went to, we had steak. And Ooh, that that's really awesome. nice, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, like, yeah. that was really good. And, um, yeah, and then tonight I had Chipotle. And I need nice judgment call if I was a bitch, okay? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. All right. So I wasn't quite hangry yet, so this was in my favor. But mm -hmm. I just finished, like, a really hard um, – hot yoga slash Pilates class. So yes. I was hungry. 
and I did not want any more leftovers that were in the fridge. So I was like, you know what? I'm stopping at Chipotle. Okay. Mm -hmm. I need some Chipotle. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a a burrito bowl. Yes. And um, I'm pretty sure it was like a new kid on the Mm. line. And I've been in the service industry, so I always try to be extra, extra nice. Yes. But I don't know – I don't know if this was like shrinkflation or or what, but I was mm. getting like this meager portion of rice and Ooh. like a sprinkle of steak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he proceeded to put like the rest of the toppings all and it was all just like the perfect little spoonful. And yeah. then two spoonfuls of sour cream. Don't know where mm-hmm. that came from. Um, and I got to the end of the line and I was like trying not to hide it on my face. And like I have asked for like more rice and meat in the past but it was like already kind of like I was at the end of the line and I was just like oh I don't want to be a bitch I don't want to be a bitch um and I purposely did not get guacamole because I did not want to pay extra for that bowl yeah and I get a sheer lady and like she's definitely been there a long time she was super comfortable and I was like I paid and then I was just like I'm so sorry but like could I get more rice and then she's like, yeah, that's fine. And then as she was doing it. I'm like, can I also get more steak? And she's kind of <laughs> looking at me. And I think she knew. Like, I think yeah. she kind of saw how small the bowl was uh, yeah. by the time I got to her. So she was so kind. And she, like, got me, like, this little cup of rice and a little cup of steak on the side. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, okay, if it's on the side, I'm like, absolutely. Like, I'm going home and eat it anyway. So she did that yeah. for me and I was just – I kind of felt so bad because I was just like <laughs> – I hope it wasn't like mean and I was being like, oh, I don't want this. Like I was just like, you literally didn't give me any meat or rice. Yeah. And um, there, I need some – I need some meat and rice to go with my sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> my two I mean, I do like giant spoonfuls of sour cream and I was just like, I don't know if this kid really likes sour cream or what. Oh, no. Yeah, like it's happened like a couple times, and usually I think it's because of it, it's a new person. But there have yeah. been times where I've gone with like my boyfriend, and I think they like look like, oh, a man, he's gonna eat more than this girl. Mm. Um, reverse Uno here, people. I eat way more than my boyfriend does. I do a lot. <laughs> like I need more calories, and I've noticed sometimes they give him a bigger portion than me. Oh, sometimes well, I'm wondering, that's rude. Like, is this sexist judgment um um yeah. maybe in that case yes huh. i think in this specific case probably the child was very new i think so because he also didn't want to screw up on the bowl so yeah i'm going with that he was new so don't worry guys yeah. i was like really nice to him and i didn't mm-hmm. want to make him feel bad by like having him make the bowl over so i just asked the cashier yeah. for more and she was willing to give it to me with no extra charge so i don't know i hope that wasn't like a bitchy customer move because i always like never want to be that customer you know no i don't think so because like knowing you when i'm with you and things like that happen like you have been in the service industry before so like any way you would communicate that would not be in a rude way like good you would make a lot of f like i know that you would make a lot of efforts to make it come across okay yeah. And, you know, she's seems to have been there for a long time. So, like, I don't think that that was the case. But also, like, I think part of it is a whole shrinkflation thing. Because I had a similar experience on Tuesday at Pita Pit where, like, I, I usually get, like, a small chicken pita. 
for lunch sometimes, it's it's like half the size. Yeah. Now. And I'm like, um, I don't like this. So I think it was probably half like, you know, the kid kind of didn't know what they were doing, but also half like – I bet corporate's telling corporate, them to, corporate to is being pull back like, on the portions. And I'm sorry, for $13, I want a full bowl. Yeah. I would like my regular size small pita for $10.50. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think the price of them has gone up. It really – it's just offensive. People need to stop doing that. It is. It is. Corporate. <laughs> Damn corporate. Damn corporate. Anyway, what are you drinking tonight? So I um, have an immune – Tea. It's not the usual immunity booster tea that you get me because I think I'm out of it at the moment or it's like hiding in the back of my pantry, but it's a, it's one of my Tetley teas and it has lemon, echinacea, and zinc in it. Oh, that's fun. And it's quite good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. So That'll keep the bugs away. That's the goal, you know? That's it's It seems to be like that fall cold season. Yes. Coming yeah, up. I know so many people with colds right now. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I had one like a week and a half, and it's not fun. You know what? No, it I sucks. forgot what it was like to have a cold, and I really wish I'd stayed that way, and I just forgot about it forever. But uh, what are you having? Ooh, so I'm having a really fun tea this evening. Oh. So um, it, it is an Ontario tea, and mm-hmm. the brand is Infusion. Um, I actually okay. ma- met the guy who makes like the blends of teas. He's a total yeah. tea nerd and I love it. Um, so the one I'm having is called Azure and Ooh, it's actually a like nice a, a peppermint based tea and I love peppermint. I think everyone knows that. Love peppermint. Um, but it also has lemon balm and licorice root in it. And oh, then the yeah. special magic ingredient is butterfly pea flowers. And Rachel, you probably remember these actually from a cooking class that we took in Thailand. Um, yeah. There are these little blue flowers and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the color of them leeches. So uh, this tea that I'm drinking right now, because it has lemon in it, it's actually gone a little bit green, mm-hmm. but it's a very beautiful blue-green tea and very refreshing. I love that. Yeah. So I'm really I'm liking this brand. That. I have another tea that I'll definitely have to have maybe next time. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very like complex blends. And yeah. so if you like really simple, straightforward tea, this is maybe not like a brand for you because this one has a lot of different like flavor notes and oh my God, I feel like a tea connoisseur. <laughs> like you can really, if you like complicated teas, you would really appreciate this brand, especially when I drink like the the next tea that I have from this brand, it will like blow your mind because it blew mm-hmm. mine. So that is infusion. This is very reminiscent of our tea facts. <laughs> um that segment that we used to do in the beginning of episodes. I know. Might have you to are the, tea facts. I know you are the tea connoisseur of us, you know? Yes. I yes. kinda want to try that though. Where'd you get that? Um I think there's a website that you can order off online. So I will actually link that in the show notes below. The website is www.infusionorganictea.com. Love it. So there you go. But I'll also put in the show notes. So don't worry about that, guys. Great. Yeah, we don't need to tag Tetley in the show notes. No, I want to – I like pushing like local and also people who do really interesting blends. Love it. 
All right. Shall we get into it? Yes. So this evening, we're going to be discussing the five love languages. Rachel, are you a believer or skeptic on this one? I am honestly a hardcore believer. Same here. Same here. I know there's been like studies that people say it's like bullshit, but I don't think it is. Like when I think about how I feel, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Like it is definitely more of like a social psychology concept. But yeah, like I remember I did like a bit of – I did a double major with psych in school. So I remember discussing these in some of my social psychology classes. And you know when you just kind of like self-assess yourself Mm -hmm. in the middle of class and you're just like, ooh, that's me. Yes. So that I was definitely doing that. I was doing that with this and also the attachment styles, which was like a lot more hard-hitting. These were more fun. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, love languages is fun. Um, attachment styles, maybe we'll tackle that one another day. (laughs) But if you don't know anything about love languages, essentially there are five of them and they are five different ways of expressing and receiving love. So there's words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Uh, we will go through all of those ones. So really the basis of it is that no two people are alike and Mm -hmm. we all perceive love and any emotion really differently. So this was just kind of a way for people to understand themselves and other people of how they may want to express and receive love. Yeah. And I've always found it really interesting too that with your love language that you are most inclined towards, it can actually like what you prefer can be different when you're receiving versus giving. Oh, the way that you receive love, you might want it to be words of affirmation, for instance, but you show it by physical touch. And I would love like one day, I mean, I'm sure there probably is something about this uh, out there, but like a distinction, because I know a lot of quizzes are about partners, Mm -hmm. but like how you show love with friends. Oh, that would be really interesting. Yeah. We might have a follow up. I'm sure, I'm sure a quiz like that exists. We'll, we'll, we'll loop back on that. Oh my God. No. We'll oh back. shit. I'm just thinking about that right now. That's like from a romantic partner to a friend. Mm-hmm. I want to receive love totally different. Yeah. Wow. Never thought about it like that. I guess I'm not so simple. <laughs> I know. Well, like I think, um, I mean, we're not going to spoil it, but just like with my knowledge of it with friends, I'm like way more quality time mm-hmm. than I am with partners. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely along those lines too. Okay. We'll have to explore Mm -hmm. that a little bit. And then um, did you ever hear about love languages? The one that uh, you want to receive is maybe something you lacked in your upbringing. Have you heard this? I have heard this. Yes. Um, What are your thoughts? I don't don't know if I feel attacked by it. I I, I also did too. And I was like, I feel very exposed. Um, yeah, but it made a lot of sense. Like it, it, it yeah. really does. And, um, yeah. it definitely, makes I think a there's lot some merit behind it. I think there is to an extent. Speaking of experience, I almost think that in your initial romantic relationships, that's huge. Mm-hmm. But like, as you get more experience and grow, I think it starts to change a bit yeah. with your romantic relationship experience. Because, you know, I did the quiz uh, probably four years ago and my core love language has changed now. 
Yeah, I think mine has too. Like I think I was mm-hmm. more physical touch <laughs> when I was younger, but I was just like, that was probably raging hormones, let's be honest here. Um, yeah. But now that I'm older, I feel like I've kind of developed just a, a, a more finely tuned palette, Same. if you will. Um, Same. So like all of these things to me are of value, but mm-hmm. there's definitely a special blend of like, if you truly want to connect with me, yeah. that's the recipe. I get you. So shall we go through what the five different love languages are? Let's do it. Number one. All right. Words of affirmation. Okay. So people with words of affirmation as a love language value verbal acknowledgments of affection, including frequent I love you's, compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, and often frequent digital communication like texting and mm-hmm. social media engagement, which I found was very fascinating. I did um, too. That's definitely a new thing. That is definitely an add-on, I think, because mm-hmm. um, before I bet it was just like, oh, getting an email or getting a letter or even a phone call, you know, but like yeah. I don't think – I mean, I talk on the phone all the time, mm-hmm. um, but majority of young people do not. So yeah. I, I feel like that's changed a little bit, but mm-hmm. – um, I kind of want to go beyond. I don't even know if it's always like compliments. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's more using words to express your feelings Mm -hmm. or, you know, if if you honestly want to make me tear up, like talk about the future or Mm -hmm. just, you know, how connection, like connected we are. Um, Yeah. That's the stuff that strikes a chord with me. And I feel like I'm connecting with someone mm-hmm. on a deep level. So yeah, that's what I just kind of want to expand on it a little bit. It's not yeah. always just like, oh, I love you. And like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so great. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually words with meaning behind them. Yeah. Honestly, nothing hits harder than talking about your dreams. Oh my God. Having a good talk about like what you want in the future. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> just revealed the secret to like <laughs> getting me to – I guess, love you. I don't know. Um, connect with you Laura, probably. Yeah. Our love language quiz, it's been spoiled. Oh, no. No. Nice. Oh, no. Well, don't worry. It's still a surprise, I guess. Well, Remember that complex then, palette, Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this is, this is only part. This is only part of the soup, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's five ingredients, you know. There is. There is. All right. So number two is quality time and people who have quality time as their love language value when their partner actively wants to spend time with them and is always interested in hanging out and they really like when their partner is listening actively maintains eye contact and their full presence is there you know when you're with them and I'm gonna say that like I think the full presence is the most important part of this yeah because quality time You know, you can say, okay, well, I sat down and watched a movie with my partner on a Wednesday night. That was quality time. Mm -hmm. But were you actually presently there with them or were you half on your phone, half thinking about work as well? Yeah. And I'm very guilty of that. And um, my, you know, he's not a part of this episode. So, you know, I can spoil his. But my partner's core love language is quality time. Uh, or one of them. And let me tell you, I'm not the best at that. 
sometimes. Not either, but the thing is I I think I like to receive it that way impartial. Like I'm not mm-hmm. like we don't need to hang out 24/7. That will drive me crazy. Yeah. But for me, the act of listening Mm-hmm. That is because I think it goes hand in hand with words of affirmation for me. Where if I've told you something and you didn't actively listen to me, and then you go back and ask me, like, oh, what are we doing tomorrow? And like, mm-hmm. I already just probably told you that five minutes ago. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, that wounds my soul. I get really oh, yes. upset about it. Mm-hmm. It's just because, like, okay, well, we've never talked about human design in depth on the show, but like, I'm a projector. And mm-hmm. like my downfall is not being seen and heard by people mm-hmm. who are close to me. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I oh, I can't stand it, and I think it's a man thing. It definitely because, is a man thing because it's not just my boyfriend who does this. I know several men who do this to me, where I tell them mm-hmm. something and they're just like, "Oh yeah, what are you doing this weekend?" Like I'm just like, "Yeah, oh, I just told you." <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah, I'm calling out men on that one. Same. Yeah. And I think that kind of ties into um, the beginning of this point where, you know, it's about your partner actively wanting to spend time with you where that kind of, okay, maybe I said um, this weekend uh, we're going to go do this. Maybe we're going to a wedding or something. Mm -hmm. And then two hours later, it's like, oh, what are we doing this weekend? And it's just like, oh, Uh. that kind of makes me feel like, one, you're not listening. But two, you don't actually – want to spend that time with me because you're thinking about everything else that you could be doing. You yeah. Know? And it's just like, okay, you obviously don't care. Like, yes. Like, obviously I'm just having a conversation with myself over here and I yes. get very offended <laughs> about that. All right. So okay. number three. clearly we can get very offended when it comes to quality time. All right. Yes. Moving on. Yes. It's uh, not my, I don't know if it's my core, but like it's up there selectively. Okay. Number three, acts of service. So if your love language is acts of service, you value when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier. And this can be like a bunch of different things, you know, very small things where they made you a coffee in the morning or, you know, they picked up lunch for you or just, you know, um, cleaned the house, like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is those people who believe that actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. And now that we're reading all of these, I'm just like, I love acts of service too. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes this one and then the gift one that we're going to get to, it, I sometimes wonder, like my first impression sometimes is just like, okay, is that like a little, um, I don't know if self, self-absorbed is the right way I- to say that. I get you. But I'm like, I, I want you to do things for me. You know, like that's just the yeah. impression sometimes it gives off. But when I think about it, like to me, there is nothing sexier than when the dishes are done. Yeah. Ugh, the floor has been vacuumed. The bed has been made and there's no laundry on the floor. Yes. You know, that, that last that's one. Sexy. That, that is sexy. If there are any men listening to the show right now, that is mm-hmm. how you, you woo a woman. I agree. Yeah, just clean up up your goddamn selves. That's really all I ask for. (laughs) (laughs) That is the best act of service you could ever do. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's um, not always like these big grand gestures, mm -hmm. it could just be like little things. And I feel like if someone is who gives love in this way, yeah, that can sometimes be hard for someone who might not receive love 
that way. Mm -hmm. Like they might want to be words of affirmation where they're told, I love you. And maybe their partner is like doing all these little things to show Mm -hmm. that they love you. Yeah. Um, And that's where I feel like there needs to be like maybe a little conversation or just like an understanding of, oh, like they clean the snow off my car every Mm -hmm. day and warm it up before I go to work. Like that's, that's an act of love. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to like go to the flip side where, you know, the partner has acts of service as like their core love language. Cause I was, I was actually incorrect. The equality time is like my partner's second one or something. And this is his main one. Okay. And when you're somebody who, you know, I think like, I still like acts of service. It's just not like my main thing. Mm -hmm. And I definitely don't really give love that way. But when your partner, that's kind of the way they receive it, that can be very hard to kind of like fall into that pattern because I don't – like maybe you're the same way, but especially when I'm really busy with like work or studying or the podcast, all this stuff, I get so in my own head of like what I need to do that I am less inclined to do anything to make his life easier. And if anything, I'm kind of like seeking out ways to be like, hey, could you help me make my life easier today? Even though like it's not really how I receive it. So it's definitely tough, but I've learned that like just getting them a glass of water, asking if they want a bag of popcorn goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we need to break it down where it's like not these grand gestures of of love it's just the little things and to them that could yes. mean the world because you thought of them I think that's like the basis of it like mm-hmm. you were thought of and that is a nice thing exactly all right so shall we go into gifts let's do it I have a I have an interesting relationship with gifts okay. because like you said there's part of me where I feel like I'm like if it was my primary love language is that like I don't want to say self-absorbed but you know what I mean it's like buy things for me Yeah. You know, and I know it's not really like that because like you could really just like write a little note and then I would be like, oh my God, you know, that's a gift. Right. Um, So yes, gifts, very straightforward. You feel loved when people give you visual symbols of love. So it's not about the monetary value, but it's the symbolic thought behind it. So, you know, like I said, like a love letter can be seen as a gift. Mm -hmm. Um, And people with this love language, I guess core love language, recognize and value the gift-giving process. Um, And they, you know, they like, oh, the fact that this person went out, saw something and was like, oh, they would love this. Yes. Again, Um, being thought of. Exactly. And, you know, it's just like, it's a very emotional experience, like giving gifts between partners. So I can totally understand how this is one of the main love languages. What's your relationship with gifts? Um, So for me, I love giving gifts. I think this Mm -hmm. is one of the ways I show love. But for me, like I'm not big on receiving Mm. gifts. I don't know. It's kind of kind of a weird thing. Like I like you just said, like I love seeing something being like, oh, my gosh, that made me think of Rachel and Mm -hmm. and I get it. And then I give it to you and I see the joy that it brings you like that brings Mm -hmm. me joy. So yeah, this is always a funny one and I feel like when people maybe draw this as like their way of receiving love, it can kind of be a a tough pill to swallow. This is not really how I receive love, so maybe I just have this thought and to someone where this is their top thing, like it makes total sense to them. But yeah, again, it's not like these big grand gestures. It's just small stuff like 
you know, mm-hmm. you got them a cookie. I mean, if you got me love a cookie, that. I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> You're like, I will love you forever. Exactly. Get me a bag of ketchup chips. I'm like your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of the same. Like I love giving gifts, but I have like, I think I've determined I have a selective gift love language mm-hmm. where, and maybe this is just because like conditioning, but I don't really care about gifts unless it's kind of like one of those holidays, like my birthday or holiday, my birthday, uh, my birthday or holiday, like Christmas or something mm-hmm. um, where it's kind of, you know, like an expected, like, you know, gifts are part of it that I like really get into it then yeah. where I feel like, you know, I feel very loved receiving a gift on my birthday. Right. Because it's like, oh, this person took time out of their day to think of me as opposed to like I, not thinking you know what of I mean? you. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. And it's really like with my – it's really just like with my family and partners. Yeah. Like you wouldn't expect yeah. a random person who or an acquaintance just be like, no. it's a gift. No. But yeah, again, like I'm it's I'm very weird with this one. Where like, you know, on my birthday, I'm like partners. I'm like, I need a gift to feel loved. Where with my friends, I'm like, send me like a gift that says happy birthday and then like some hearts. And I'm like, I feel loved. So definitely different from friends to partners. Again, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. We need to look into that. Yeah. And I think like where a lot of people's minds go is just like, I love to receive diamonds. That's Mm -hmm. not what this one is about. So we just wanted to clarify that. It's like just the act of of receiving or giving. That's that's what it is. It's not mm-hmm. tied to monetary value. Mm-hmm. Last one. Physical touch. Physical touch. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like when you first look at the love languages, especially when you're younger, I think mm-hmm. 99% of people jump to like physical touch. Yes, like that's love. But then I think once you're more settled into long-term relationships, whether it be romantic or platonic, it becomes so much more than that. But then mm-hmm. – but then I'm going to backtrack on that. There are people who are touchy-feely. I am not one of those people. Yes. Like mm-hmm. you have to be in my circle and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know, you do not touch me. Um, so fair. this is definitely – It's very fair. Yeah. This is definitely, um, depending on who you are, the last one I think on my love languages. But if you are someone I'm close to, then it it does rank a lot higher. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, another one where I think it just depends on the relationship. How close are yeah. we? Like, don't be loose with your hugs, all right? Like, <laughs> you need to be on some sort of level to just randomly mm-hmm. hug me. Um, that's kind of how I've that's always fair. been. Yeah, I'm just not super touchy with everyone. Um, mm-hmm. I think some people have been offended by that sometimes. I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, not sorry. Okay, so physical touch. People with physical touch as their love languages feel loved when they receive, you know, physical signs of affection. So, you know, that could be hugging, kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch, and obviously sex. Um, I want to add another one, though, and that's just like, you know, when you're talking to someone, I'm not one of these people, but like you're engaged in conversation and they, they put their hand like on your arm. Mm. you know yes i know what you mean yeah like i think that's another way of um receiving 
and giving love Mm -hmm. is just that small touch. And it's not like in a sexual way. It's literally like, you know, hey, did you hear? And like, you know, the hand goes on the arm. Um, Mm -hmm. That's also another way. So I think that's a good telltale sign of how someone likes to give and receive love. And you can kind of gauge like, okay, like this is a touchy-feely person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if I did the same back, that would probably be well-received because – um, it's it's very subconscious. I find yeah. I find like a lot of people don't even notice that they do that. It's like how we would talk with our hands, um, mm-hmm. but they take it a step further. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, physical industry can and touch can be incredibly affirming and serve as a powerful emotional connector for people. Um, roots definitely go back to childhood. You know, like we were always, um, you know held or kissed or touched by parents and um it's that safety warmth and comfort that Mm -hmm. you know as we get older we might still want that as our primary um yeah receiver of love yeah and i think too that's probably a huge reason why you know other than the raging hormones why when we're younger first entering into romantic relationships Mm -hmm. that's like why Like, I mean, I'm just projecting, but I feel like that could be why a lot of us are like, oh, physical touch is my main one because, you know, say it's your first relationship, your last experience with feeling that deep love was with your parents, most likely. And as noted, as you just noted, like a lot of that was like, you know, they were holding you, kissing you, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of the first love languages we are most familiar to – too, because, mm-hmm. you know, this is something that does not require words. And, you know, as we're babies, mm-hmm. you know, if we're laying on our parents' chest and receiving skin to skin contact, that's physical touch. Mm-hmm. And that is very, you know, very soothing and healing to, to children. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can definitely yeah. see, you know, as we're growing up, that is the one we're most familiar with. But then as we get more complicated in uh, long-term relationships, then we're able to explore the other four mm-hmm. languages. Yeah. Yeah. I like the uh, your use of the word familiar where it's like we when we're younger, we fall into that where we're like, oh, physical touch is my core. Love language, say you do the test when you're 18 because that's what is most familiar to yes. you. But, you know, as you have more experiences and become just a bit more expansive, mm-hmm. then it's like you actually start to find what your core – love language is that isn't just dependent on familiarity. Right. Exactly. So that, that is all five. Um, Okay. We have a little quiz for you guys. Now it's a very simple quiz. It's only five questions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you want to do a little bit more in depth about what your different love languages are and like the percentage of how much you appreciate them, um, definitely just Google mm-hmm. a quiz online and you can find more yep. in-depth ones. But we wanted to do one that we could read over the podcast. So right. you, it will be, you have a pen ready. You have a pen ready? Okay. I will yes. administer the quiz. Um, so there is A, B, C, D, E, and you're just going to track like how many A's, B's, etc. Okay? Let's yes. get started. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. It makes me feel good when my partner, A, tries hard to make quality time for us, B, 
mm-hmm. sends a text to say they're thinking of me. C surprises me with my favorite flowers. D puts their arm around me in public. Or E brings me flowers. Hmm. Okay. Do you have your go with your heart, everybody. Okay. Go with Are you your saying heart. your answer? We're we gonna say them at the end here. Uh let's like say them. Well, I was we can say them now okay. as we go. I was kind of torn with this one because, you know, sometimes I'm more inclined to put the physical touch answers down, but I actually really don't like when pe- when people put their arm around me in public unless I'm like in a certain mood. Yeah. Um, so I went with the sending a text saying they're thinking of me. Oh, me too. Love that for us. B and B. Okay. Hopefully you guys got your answers too. Okay. Question number two. For a special occasion – like in an anniversary, I'll usually A, plan a getaway for two, B, write a sweet Instagram tribute to my partner, C, bring my partner bed and well, bed and breakfast. <laughs> Bringing them a bed and breakfast. Sorry, I was like looking at a bed and breakfast ad and that came out. Okay, sorry. C, bring my partner breakfast in bed. Uh, D, mm-hmm. make a point to have great sex with plenty of cuddles afterward or e Mm -hmm. splash out on the perfect present all right so i went with a i went with a too i went with because i kind of did that um yeah i've also done that yeah and you know the thing is with a you can like tie in a chunk of these with exactly you know you plan the getaway you bring them breakfast in bed also when you're traveling you're like Better sex. I wow. Know. You know, we're all more relaxed. Exactly. All right. So we're right in alignment with each yep, other? I think so. Um, B kind of made me laugh, write a sweet Instagram tribute to my partner. Um, I yeah. post less than once a year on Instagram. So hopefully my partner's not waiting on that one. That's that's a little sad. Okay. Yeah, my partner doesn't even have Instagram to see it. Neither so. does mine. So, you know, I feel like if that was something What's else, but I don't know. Maybe if I wrote – like if that was like, okay, write a love letter. Mm-hmm. But I guess that – I don't know. I don't know where that falls on the on the scale, but um, that's probably what I would choose. It seems like a very Gen Z yeah. thing, you know, a youth a youth thing. You know, we, we like the old-fashioned love exactly. letters. Okay. Okay. Question, question number three. What is your favorite thing your partner or former partner has done for you? A, planned a special outing or vacation just for us. B, written a poem, special card, or song for me. C, took time off to be with me. D, held me all night. Or E, gave me a really special gift. Uh, B. B? Damn it. It's freaking yeah. same. Why are we the same? <laughs> a, a was a close second here, but I'm not yeah. going to lie. I do have a box of love letters. Um that are very near and dear to me. So I'm putting that as my favorite things because it's just been a collection over time. Mm -hmm. I have my, a little box of like little song lyrics, you know, D, D is nice, but man, nothing's worse than having someone cuddle you all night. Like give me space. Yeah, I know. You know, it gets freaking hot. Like, this is making me feel like I'm like, is physical touch even close to my <laughs> See, this is where we do like, like, like a longer quiz, but it's always those like stupid quizzes that makes you like 
give them your email before they give you the results. Mm -hmm. So this is what we're just working with the five question. Okay, guys, you know, if you want splits, just take a more in-depth quiz. Okay. We're focusing on the main one. Yes. Okay. Question number four. What kind of date do you prefer? A, anything where we can build new memories together. B, something where we can go someplace and just talk. C, volunteering together. D, getting a couple's massage. Or E, being surprised with a thoughtful night out. Oh. Um, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go with B. You're going with B? Out of all of those, I'm going with B. What are you going with? Um, I mean, I like B, but I think I'm going to go for A in this one. That's nice. Yeah. Because, like, building memories together, and then you talk about them later. It's great. Okay. That is good. That is Last question, number five. One of the biggest perks of being in a relationship is, A, always having someone to hang out with, B, hearing compliments all the time, C, having someone help you out in life, D, all the cuddles and kisses, or E, coming up with fun gifts to show you care. I love how just on the nose. I know. This is a really like basic quiz. Okay, guys? I'm sorry. This is the best (laughs) I could do. I am going- Oh, no. No, I love it. I'm going with B, hearing compliments all the time, because- I love that. Yeah, for I'm you. not gonna lie. <laughs> I went with A. You always um, have a date to so somewhere. I've actually, exactly. Always have a date to somewhere. So, all right. Okay. I have my. I know which one is mostly. So. Okay. Same here. Okay. So here are the answers. If you didn't figure it out already, because this is a really high tech quiz. Mostly A's. <laughs> your love language is quality time you appreciate those one-on-one moments with your partner and do your best to try and create special times with them mostly Mm -hmm. b your love language is words of affirmation and i love you goes a long way for you and it means a lot to you to hear compliments or that your partner is thinking of you when you're not together mostly c your love language is acts of service you feel special when your partner goes out of their way to do thoughtful gestures for you like making your coffee in the morning Mostly D, your love language is physical touch. You can't get enough of cuddles and kisses and feel special when your partner makes time for sex. I felt nice. that's a really awkwardly worded sentence. Um, <laughs> mostly E, your love language is receiving gifts. You love it when your partner surprises you with a little something something and have a lot of fun thinking up ways to surprise them in return. All nice. Right. All right. I was mostly B. I know my I know my love language is words of affirmation. I said it right at the top of the episode. Same. Close second though is quality time. Why are we in the same? Yeah. And then love. I know I didn't answer any of the other questions, but then I think I'm gonna go acts of service, physical mm-hmm. touch, and then receiving gifts. Okay. So I think I go words of affirmation first. Quality time second. I think physical touch uh, would probably be like comparable to quality time if the questions were just worded a bit differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And acts of service is a bit below there. And then receiving gifts is like, eh, it's my last one. 
as, and uh, it's kind of funny because like if I were to give love, it's probably like acts of service, um, quality time, re- giving gifts, physical touch, and then words of affirmation. It would be like almost opposite. <laughs> so figure that one out, Dr. Phil. Yeah. I think mine giving to partners is to partner is quality time physical touch words of affirmation and acts of service i think are tied and then receiving gifts is kind of at the bottom again unless it's like christmas right then i go ham um but you know tying it back to i know we're kind of just like we haven't looked into the friend stuff but based off of this how would you say when you're with friends this goes oh acts of service for sure yeah yeah for like giving to friends? Yes. Okay. Oh, how would I want to receive from friends? Um, I don't know. Quality time probably. Mm. I think I think I'm quality time both giving and receiving with friends. Maybe toss in some words of affirmation on giving. I don't know. I'm overcomplicating. Cool. Yeah, it. we're getting way too complicated. We- Sorry, guys. We should yeah. have really picked a better quiz, but um, we hope you enjoyed that. You know what? That little cluster of a quiz well i mean now we hope that we have piqued your interest to go see what your actual like percentage across all of them is because i know there's some quizzes out there that will actually be like you know quality time is like 34 percent, etc yeah i feel like i need one of those quizzes because like even as i'm saying things in order i'm like am i lying to myself i feel like i am mm-hmm. i feel like i'm just giving That's the answer fair. i want to hear um, not in receiving yeah. love. I definitely know like words of affirmation are the thing. Like if it makes you cry, that's likely your top thing. Um, mm-hmm. but on the, on the giving, like how I like to give love, I could probably use a quiz for that one. Cause it really does depend on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's one thing. I mean, maybe I haven't done enough of the quizzes that I've always found a bit difficult with the love language stuff is it's very, um, self centric. It's like, I like to receive this way and I like to receive mm-hmm. this way. There's not a lot of like, how do you give Yeah, questions? Because, you know, like we said earlier, like they can be very different for, across how you give and how you yes, receive. Yes, but I think it is important and it's also really fun to like sit down with your partner and take mm-hmm. either like a couple's quiz or like you each take a quiz and kind of find out what those love languages are because maybe even if you know one way of giving love is not your ideal way I think it's important to know Mm -hmm. your partner's way of receiving love so you can fulfill Mm -hmm. that need because that's essentially what this is this is a need for love and affection and connection um Mm -hmm. so it's very important to know what those things are and you know what sometimes it is stepping out of your comfort zone of um Mm -hmm. of doing that yeah and really like the especially if it's not your main way, the act of trying and, you know, if your partner's main core love language is acts of service and that's you're not really something that you're used to, the effort to be like, okay, I'm going to get them a glass mm-hmm. of water or I'm going to brush snow off their car probably will, like, help make them feel more loved yeah. because it's the act of, like, you know, you're making that conscious effort to meet their needs in the way that they need. Exactly. What a sentence. Exactly. It's all about what trying, people. Just just try. Exactly. All right. 
So I think that's all we have tonight for love languages. We hope you enjoyed it and found this episode somewhat insightful or fun at least. Hope you did the quiz with us. Yeah, or else like, sorry, if that was just like 10 minutes of us being like, are we this? (laughs) Apologies. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with A. A, but you know, if it was this, I'd go B. Um, Yeah. We need a better quiz. So if anyone has a better quiz for us to Mm -hmm. take, let us know. (laughs) We will Mm -hmm. take that one and then give our real results on a future episode. Yeah. And, you know, maybe one day we'll come back and talk about another fun psychological premise of attachment styles but you know that will be for another day another day all right yep rachel you want to close us out sure so if you enjoyed this episode please leave us a five star rating on spotify or a five star review on apple podcasts it really really helps out the show when you do that so we would very much appreciate it and if you would like to speak to us directly, you can email us. Our email is teawithlaurachel at gmail.com. Exactly. And just, you know, PSA, if you want to know how we receive love on the podcast, it's definitely by sharing the episode. Yes. And, and leaving those five-star yes. reviews. So, you know, spread the love, people. Spread the love. We do like words of affirmation. Yes. yes. And we will Both of us. Um, give love by continuing to record every week. Yes, we're always here, guys. And with that, live like tea. Live like tea.